This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. Today is a fun girl talk episode with just a little bit of drama. I cannot wait for you guys to meet Gigi. Grab a drink and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. <gasps> 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on her Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't. You guys, <laughs> this story is like three FML stories rolled into one. Um, Gigi and I have known each other for a very long time. I met her when I was teaching dance in what seems like my other life ago. And she was one of my advanced students back in a lot of my classes back in the day. And she has since gone on to be a very accomplished singer-songwriter, uh, an incredible, incredible talent. And when I heard the story of what she went through recently in her love life, um, I knew that I wanted to have her on to discuss all the things. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her, so let's jump straight in to today's episode. Miss Gigi, welcome to FML Talk. <laughs> Thank you. This I'm is so happy. <laughs> it's crazy. wild to like see you sitting across from me yeah, right now. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so excited too. You have an insane story since I saw you last yeah. and I cannot wait to get into it. I know there's like kind of multiple layers to it. Yeah. So like t take me back I to the, the very beginning. Okay. So the beginning, I had this boyfriend who I love, love, loved. And it's funny cause he was my best friend's brother. Mm. So we were all this like little close family. Um, and he ended up moving in with me into my West Hollywood apartment, who I shared with a roommate, who was like one of my other best friends. And it was getting like a little bit weird. I think he's younger, was younger than me. So I think it was just a kind of a lot for him to take in. And, and he wasn't like working at the time. So he would kind of just like stay in my room and right, like, like wait for me to come home from work and like a purpose of his own yeah time. and like not really a lot of friends because he wasn't from LA mm -hmm. so that lasted like literally like maybe like a month living together and like right after that we'd been together for like a year mm -hmm. before that um he would just he went back to the bay where he was from and then like kept changing the date that he was gonna come back mm. to LA to come home and I'm just like what like the hell, what's going on? Right. And then he finally came back and that day he just like broke up with me and then just went like to go buy a suitcase and like got all his shit and went back home to the bay. And how it long was crazy. you guys have been together for like a year? Yeah. So I was just like, oh, like, okay. Um, it was so like out of the blue for me. Yeah. But I guess like I should have, I kind of knew something was off just because he had been so like non-responsive and- right. Like didn't wasn't acting like he wanted to come back home. Yeah. So, um, 
And how yeah. were you feeling on the other end of that? Like every time I first, I've never broken up with anybody in my life. Mm. And so every time I've been like broken up with and it is like, I'm like an end of the world girl. Like mm. everything is such a big deal to me. Just so like blasting the Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's literally song. like, that's my vibe. Crying in the mirror. Yeah. Like I could know him <laughs> for two weeks or two years and it's like the same, like, yeah huge explosion of emotions so yeah I was feeling horrible about that he left um and then like shortly after that my roommate who I was living with decided to go to rehab which is an incredible choice I celebrate that um but then that kind of just left me alone in that mm. apartment um and then that roommate decided that they were gonna have to stay you know much longer so was basically like find like another roommate or like you can live with these random people or just like pay the whole thing yourself and I was like okay no 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 so and on top of feeling like broken yeah and it abandoned felt, at that point yeah it was like more abandoned by like everyone yeah. um and it was weird with my best friend too because she who was my that boyfriend's sister she was like in the middle of this weird thing where it was like her best friend and then like her brother right so, it's so like she you even yeah take yeah and she wasn't really there for me and like I was just like I'd been there for like for so much so then I was sad about her and sad about the boyfriend sad about the roommate it just felt like everything was kind of crashing down moved back in with my parents who are incredible but it's not like always where you want to be. No, I mean, hi, I moved back yeah. to my, my mom's after my divorce and I was just like, cool. Yeah. Here we are in my childhood bedroom. Exactly. It feels like very <laughs> stunted and you're like, yeah. it's like, it's comfortable, but it's also like, I like life is moving on without me and like yeah. people are like getting their shit done and, you know, buying homes and doing crazy things that I feel so far away from. Right. So that I was kind of depressed living in that house. Um, and then I got this call to go to a writing camp in the Dominican Republic. And it was at Pipple's house. So like it was his actual like house. his home that he owns there that he like stays at. Oh my God, I cannot. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like this sounds like a scam. Like it's gotta be a scam. Um, but I knew two other writers who were going and they had like been with this company before. So I was right. like, okay, like I'll just go. Like that's gonna be incredible. I've never been there before I've never been to Pitbull's house before (laughs) yeah and it was like I didn't have to pay to go so I was like this is this is it this is amazing how long was the retreat supposed to be I think this one was about 10 days oh my god that's like yeah it was wildly crazy (laughs) that it was the house was like unlike anything I've ever seen before it was so sick (laughs) yeah it was incredible um so I was like yeah let's go and I got on a plane, like, maybe, like, two weeks later after I got the call. Um, and I went to the Dominican Republic. And then that's where it all takes another turn yeah. for the worst. This is where we make a hard fucking left yeah. into, like, new territory. So, wait, first of all, was Pitbull at the house? So, he came one day. He was um, getting ready to do the Super Bowl uh-huh. at the time. So, he was in Miami. Um, but he popped in for, like, one night. And like came and like listened to our music oh and God, how cool. walked around and shook every single person's hand and was like unbelievably kind. That's yeah, so he's like rad. a sick guy. Like he's amazing. Mr. 305. Yeah, who knew? He was like <laughs> literally the best dude ever. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so you, you get to the retreat. Yes. 
And I'm like one of the last people to show up on like the first night. And they're just having like a welcome part, like party, I guess. Cause because well, it was fucking pretty crazy. Yeah. The Dominican Republic. I know. It was like really like some, I saw some like shocking things. Um, <laughs> and I get there, like say hi to the people that I knew, the two people. I'm like kind of meeting everybody. And it's like wrapping up because I was there so late. But I like see this one guy there and I was like, okay, like he's so cute. And he has like a very like Scandinavian look very different from my ex mm. so I was like okay let's find whoever is going to be the most different from right. this last act so opposite. I went polar opposite and like this guy is a literal like he has a face tattoo and like everything oh my god Gigi. I was like incredible this is it this will do yeah <laughs> this is the guy this like, is the mark of the he's man he's the guy oh my god I can I yeah. can relate to that though because when I split from my ex-husband who mm-hmm. is like well at the time he was like the most vanilla yeah. white boy there is <laughs> I was like yes I'm gonna go dance with this yes. hot Latin man like, <laughs> exactly that looks completely opposite from this douche uh, that I just divorced so yeah I, you gotta you yeah. gotta flip flip it up a little bit yeah. um and I talked to him for like a second he was like really like nice like soft-spoken guy I was like okay he's like sensitive guy but he's got a face tat like this is incredible check, check. I didn't yeah. know a face tat was a check but check but it's a check now um <laughs> just so it's so shocking and that kind of started it like he and I like were like just flirting like a lot there um he was like a big like starer, like a, like Edward Cullen, like Twilight <laughs> stare from like across the room. But I was like, okay, yes, like stare away. Stare into yeah. my soul well, with, like, your face <laughs> with your face tag. <laughs> um, and so I was just like really like eager to like get back on the horse. Um, Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son. And for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, and desserts. It's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. And we were just kind of flirting a lot. And then it was like the natural progression next would be like, okay, like, are you going to kiss me? Like, right. hello, like we're together all the time. We got along really well. And then he just like wouldn't do it. And I'm like, this is getting like so annoying. Like, I'm just going to ask him, like, what's your vibe? Right. And so I did. And he's like, oh, like, it's just like, like, I really want to, but it's just like a little bit complicated. I'm like, oh, like, well, what's complicated about it? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. I was like, okay, then <laughs> amazing. What, this the is, then there's no complication. 
And he was like, yeah, I don't know. Just like taking things slow, whatever. Then we, it ended up happening. And like, we were kind of together the whole rest of that trip. Um, and wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you have sex in Pipple's house? Not in his house. Actually, yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was, the first time was like in like a villa, like off Pitbull's house. And then the second one, the last time was at Pitbull's house. I feel like that's kind of a bucket list moment. Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, I, I wish it would have been with Pitbull instead because he seems like a way nicer dude. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. So it it finally happened. It was, everything was great. Everything was great. Um, before we kissed the first time and he said he doesn't have a girlfriend, he said like flat out no. And he was like, I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, like, what's the complication then? And he was like, well, I had one um, for seven years, but we broke up. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, so it's like weird to like try to be with someone because it was like recent right. that we broke up. I was like, that's fine. Like, I got it. Like, same boat. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, like it was a really, you know, tumultuous relationship. And like, so I let her still live in my house. Um because she he like really flipped it on her which is like she's going through like a hard time and I'm scared of like what she's gonna do because her mental state is all crazy um I should have like known right then it's like okay like you probably you're acting like this like martyr who's like I'm letting her stay with me like even though I don't want to be with her yeah the amount of people I've heard the same story from yeah like men that have told them that Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, and it's like usually if a guy is talking like so badly about his ex-girlfriend like that's like hello red flag like right. you're probably the bad guy right like it's crazy to me so he like admits that he did have one a girlfriend but he does not now and I was like please be like very clear because I don't want to like ruin some girl's life yeah like if you guys were together for seven years that's a really big commitment um, and he was like, no, 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 no. Like, we're definitely, definitely not together. Mm-hmm. And then we like kiss, we hook up, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, finally, he's like, okay, I, when I go home, I'm going to tell her to to leave my house. And I was like, well, don't do that because of me. Like, right. we we live like on opposite sides of the world. Where did he live? He lives, I'm, <laughs> so I said on my TikTok that he was from Norway, but because mm-hmm. I just wanted to obscure him a little right, bit more, right. but he really is from Sweden. Okay. Yeah, which okay. is fine. But which is again, he never said anything about the. the yeah, it's yeah, it's across the world. So I was just like, make sure that you're not doing this because of me, because this is probably not going to be like a real thing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, no, you like just being with you is showing that like I really I want to like sever the ties with mm. her. It's like if that's your decision, then that's your decision. He's like, yeah. So we are leaving the trip, and. You know, he's like calling me from the airport. Like he's very like much seems like he wants to stay in touch. And I think it just felt like it got like really serious really quickly. Yeah. Um, Which I was happy about because I'm just like anything to get my head off the other guy. Right. Um, so which is not healthy by the way. Yeah. Okay. Just, just I'm a big like <laughs> what do they call it? Like, lily pad hopper. Like oh, I'm like a yeah. serial, like have a boyfriend, go to the next one, go to the next right, one. Right, right. Which yeah, is not great. Yeah. Not a great okay. trait. As as we, know <laughs> we know it. We're aware of it. We're working okay, on it. Okay. <laughs> um so he goes home and I'm home and I somebody had sent me a photo of us like a professional guy that was there taking photos. The photo is so, so, so innocent. It's just like literally like 
well, maybe I'd be sitting like where this is to you. Right. or not touching. It's just like yeah. snapped of us sitting on this like floating couch thing. Okay. And I sent it to him and I get this text back like super, what would be like very, very early in the morning for them, like around like four or something. Yeah. So I was like, that's kind of weird. And it's like, GG, like, this is so unprofessional. Like, I can't believe that you would be like texting this number and sending a photo. Like, that's just incredibly, like incredibly unprofessional. And I was like, this is after you guys have like flown back and been texting back and forth and talking. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is like the next day after he got back. So in the airport, got he was it. talking to me. Okay. But also with the time differences too, like right. I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but yeah, so I get this text and I'm like, unprofessional. Like you're the one that was sleeping with me on a tree. Like you're like on the right. retreat, you know, we both work in the industry. Like I thought we were just both adults about this. But I didn't say anything right away. And I'm just like, thinking to myself and I'm like this is the girlfriend uh, texting me yeah and he for sure has a girlfriend who's sleeping in his bed right now went through his phone and saw this oh my god thing and I'm sure like he had deleted all the other texts so I was like how do I like react to this I kind of just sent something back that was like this is not unprofessional at all like it's literally just a photo that somebody took mm -hmm. um but like, okay, like question mark yeah. or something. But I should have been like, okay, like this is obviously your Was girlfriend. Was it unprofessional when you were slipping yeah. into my vagina? Yeah, or, yeah, literally. Like, I, <laughs> I know it's, it was so weird. And I was just like, okay. So he doesn't respond for like four days. And then I'm just, it's kind of just confirming like everything. Like I'm like, definitely he has a girlfriend and now he's in hot water with her because she has seen like a photo of us and you know, who all like, I don't know what else she could have even seen. Um, I got a call back from him four days later. I'm just like, should I even answer this? But I was right. like, well, I kind of want to know like what happened. And he like <laughs> calls me and he's just like, I'm so sorry. Like that was her. And I was like, yeah, like I know. Mm -hmm. He's like, thanks for like not saying anything else. And I was like, okay, well it wasn't like to cover for you. Oh, I was just God. kind of so stunned that I was being like painted as this like unprofessional person yeah I was just like don't call, like don't call me that ever and he admitted and he was like yeah like she like we're still not together but she was just living there not true like they were definitely together right and he was like but like I really like did break up with her <laughs> but it's like okay right. how many times A and I light. at some point at some point at some point I'm to be like okay like I have like a part to play in this too and like being like uh, like a dumb bitch I'm like right how many times can you let like clearly he's lying and like you know he's lying mm. so I just keep like kept letting him get away with it I think because I was just like who really like it's not like this is really gonna be anything between us because we live so far cut to I go to Norway on this Wait, shut yeah. up. no well this is not a I writing trip that was gonna be like oh, okay. no, no. and then you know it was that no it still goes on because oh, this is God. like where it's like I'm so, so like come on Gigi like get with it right right we go it's to okay, Norway man, fucking love goggles are brutal yeah sometimes. they're so bad yeah. go to Norway I don't think he's gonna be there I like stopped talking to him after the girlfriend mm -hmm. thing I was just like I'm pissed like I just don't like this Why narrative like at all for another for a different writing trip got it but he does not live in norway he was not from there right. so yeah. i was like okay i go to this thing i go i'm there flying like all by myself like trying to figure out where i am 
finally get to the hotel and I found somebody that I had known there. And they were like, oh my God, like, let's go hang out with, well, like, you know, this person I know, this person I know, this person I know, him, this person I know. I'm like, wait, no, no, no. Like, are you serious? He's coming. Right. Like, no, he's here. For the uh, retreat? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. So this trip, he was there too. And, you know, it's the same old song and dance. He's like, you know, it had been like, you know, a month or two. And he was like, yeah, for real. Like, she moved out. Like, we, you know, I like, we're just going on with our lives now. And like, everything's actually fine. I was like, oh, that's good. And he was like, yeah, I think it's like what's best for both of us. And she like really understood. And so we like, I let him back in um, yeah. on this trip. And then after that, I was going to Sweden, which is where he lived. And I, he lived like kind of far from where I was staying and I'm like going to do my, my writing and all that. And he comes over and uh, like stays with me for like two days and then goes back. But it was very like romantic vibes. Like he did not mention her once. He wasn't like taking calls from her. And I get home and he's, you know, talking to me every day and FaceTiming me, calling me saying he wants to like come to LA Oh my god, that's like a commitment. Yeah, like and I was just kind of like, "Whoa!" And you guys are like flying across the fucking world. Yeah, so I was just like, "This is getting like so intense." And we, you know, we had been talking, and then he like kind of started to like do things that like I just found like really annoying. Like I got like a little ick vibe from him. Like what? Which was it was just like literally nothing. Like just the way he would like talk. Okay. <laughs> like he would just try to make jokes that were just so bad. So then I was kind of like, mm, like right. a little turned off by that. Yeah. And then somebody told me that he um, was lying the whole time and still has the girlfriend of seven years and they have a dog and they still live together. They have a dog. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's the most devastating part. I know. I'm like, like okay. How are you gonna fucking cheat on your dog? Yeah, you're cheating on your dog. <laughs> so. So he still had a whole ass girlfriend the whole time. He still had a whole ass girlfriend. Yeah. While he was like calling and FaceTime. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't people, do like, it from the house though. Like he was like got a studio. Mm. Um, and he, like when you're like in the music business, you're like always, it's not weird if your significant other that who's in the business is always gone and right. out and working. Um, cause the hours are, can be really long. So she probably just thought like, oh, he's working. Oh my God. Dude. Yeah. So how did you actually find out that he was still with the girl? Somebody who knew him yeah. told me, who I had known also. Oh, so okay. somebody who like was at one of the camps with us. Oh my God. Like finally was like, did I'm you, from there. Like I know that they're together. Did you reach out to him after that? To, like, I'm like trying to remember. I think I just like literally stopped talking to him. Yeah. And I just never responded again. And it was weird. Like he would never like follow me on Instagram or anything like that, but he would always watch everything like while we were talking. Ew, and that's then so creepy I'd be like, because okay. then you know that they're literally typing your name into their fucking search yeah. bar, going to your story, watching it yeah. multiple times a day. I'm like, okay, you're like, obsessed. Well, I can't. But I'm like, why don't you follow me? Like, it's weird. And he's like, well, first of all, it's because he had a girlfriend, but he'd right. be like, well, I just don't like, since we broke up, like, I don't want her to see like, if I'm liking your no, stuff, like, no, I don't want her no. to feel bad. No. And I'm like, okay, totally. Like, I don't want her to feel bad either. Like, yeah, but also like giant red fucking But like, flag. yeah, you're lying. <laughs> Okay, so moral of the story for that is like, beware of men with face tattoos. I was, that's literally a huge takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my number one thing I learned is like, okay, like that's a little bit of a loose cannon thing to do, so. Right, so maybe that's indicative mm. of how this relationship is going to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so you stop talking to him mm -hmm. and then you decide to put that into your art? Yes, so I actually started writing the song before like we were totally done talking because 
I was, I'd known that he had lied before about right, the girlfriend. Right. So, and I was just like, wow, like if I was in her shoes, like I would hate me and I would be like really upset. And I really didn't mean to like throw a wrench in this girl's life at right, all. Right. So it was just like this idea of being like the accidental other woman. Yeah. Um, and that must, yeah. How did that make you feel? Obviously I felt so bad. I mean, I'd just been through a breakup myself, so I didn't, I really, really didn't, I don't know this girl at all. I have no idea like what, even what her name is to be honest anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, it's never fun to like hurt somebody. Yeah. And like, if she found out when she, I'm, I don't know if she ever like really, really truly found out the extent of everything, but that's gotta be like such a betrayal. And especially like they live together. They had like a commitment to each other. So I really felt horrible. And then at the same time, I was also feeling like in the middle of it, I was feeling feelings of like I was feeling good things because I was getting the attention that I desired. And I was feeling good about myself after I'd been feeling so like undesirable and and abandoned. I was like, wow, like, you know, people do want to be with me. Right. So it was just like these two different sides of this coin that. I'm curious and. This is like kind of a slippery slope, but Mm -hmm. I'm curious because obviously I was in a marriage and you were at my wedding (laughs) and were part of our flash mob, um, (laughs) which was fucking awesome by the way. I don't care. At least we have that. I produced the shit out of that wedding. Like I don't care. We cast the male lead wrong, but that wedding was fucking epic period. You always can recast. Yeah. Um, And so I'm curious as the accidental other mm-hmm. woman, um, one of the things that I took away f- when I found out everything was the betrayal of and the disrespect for my body. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, my ex was never one for condoms, like yeah. period, end of discussion. Yeah. So I knew that when he was banging her, they weren't <sighs> using anything. So and brutal. then he was coming home like the night or the night after and sleeping with me. Yeah, And like- just the level of disrespect to know that you can like stick your shit in two different places yeah. in the span of 24 to 48 hours. Um, and one is your wife. Yes, there we go. And like, yeah. you don't know what the other person might be carrying or doing um, is so foul to me. It's foul. So I wonder, too. I want to, I'm curious on your end, like, did you have any of that, those feelings of like, you know, from the opposite end? Well, I mean, when I was with him, like it was, it wasn't like he would be with her one night and me one night because right, right. it was like, we are stuck here together for X amount of days and you go home and you be with her. Yeah. But, and obviously I know like how I like take care of myself. Like I wasn't worried for her. Right. But it's still like pretty gross. Yeah. Like it's such it's a, it's just, it's like a betrayal on so many levels. Like just lying is sucks. And then like, I don't know, just if he was telling his girlfriend, like, I wasn't with anybody that whole time, and then he comes home and he sleeps with her. Right. Like, just the disrespect on her. Yeah. Is is so disgusting to me. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you wanted to find out who she was and reach out to her to, like, tell her? <sighs> no, I don't know why I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I'm yeah. not saying like you should have or you shouldn't have. I get messages and DMs from people and they're like, I know that so-and-so in my life is having an affair. Yeah. Should I say something? And I yeah. can never answer that because you can't be like, yes, go blow up this person's life or no, so like, the, let I, them continue to be disrespected. You can't the, answer it's that. It's such a hard line because I totally get it. And like, 
I just don't want to like ruin someone's day or like life. Right. And I like hate to be the bearer of bad news. And maybe that's just like a cop out thing for me or I'm just too scared. But like if something happened like with one of my friends, it would be real. I would have to obviously ha- you have to tell them like, yeah. if you know, they're being cheated on. But that would just be so hard. Yeah. Like what a horrible conversation to have with someone and like see them be upset. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I look back. It's happened to me before. It's like I had to have a, a friend had to tell me. Oh, that you were being cheated on. Yeah. And it's like Ugh. my, this was like in college, but like the immediate like reaction to it was like, no, he's not. Like, why would you say that? And like, you're right. lying. Right. And it's just like, why? And like, or I, I'm mad at my roommate because he told me and it's like, no, mm. be mad at the boyfriend who right. cheated on you. Or I was mad at the girl who was allegedly with. And then this, the boyfriend just lied about it after. And yeah. I it's actually still to this day, don't know if it was true or not. Cause I wouldn't investigate any further. Cause I didn't want to be like oh, wow. heartbroken. Oh, and obviously wow. I was a lot younger. Yeah. Then, but then I found out that same boyfriend who was, oh, God, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast to talk about him. And <laughs> um, he, right after we broke up, he like reached out to my roommate who's also a boy to see if he could they would have like if he would have sex oh wow yeah and so so that boyfriend I mean that roommate wouldn't tell me for like two years because he's like I know you're gonna freak out she wouldn't even believe me that he was cheating with a girl yeah yeah, he now wants to like have sex with yeah and he's like (laughs) and I said no but like (laughs) oh my god I cannot so you start writing the song while things are kind of crumbling with this guy. Yeah. And then tell me how that writing process goes and what the song is. I mean, it, it flowed through pretty easily on this one. It was a song that I had written like pretty much by myself, just with these two producers. Um, and for me, like I'm, I'm usually like a big co-write collaborator kind of girl. So this is one of the first songs that I did like pretty much completely by myself. And I just loved this, um, I like how fun it was sounding, but also it's about something that like sucks and like someone who sucks. Yeah. So, you know, I was just using like playing with how good it felt to be wanted by him. And then that like, I feel really bad that this woman doesn't know that right. I'm with her guy. It's so and wild. You think about like, does she have any idea that there is a full on really song about oh, that? her? I have no idea. I get DMs I mean, all the time and they're like, do you think Laurel yeah. has read the book? And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking not. I don't know. Yeah, they, he never said anything about it to me. And I was like really, really scared to post that TikTok because I was just like, I don't want to open this can of worms again. Like exposing him, even though I made such a point to like obscure his right. identity. Um, but yeah, he never said anything about it. So I was just like, whatever, like we're going yeah. for it. And I have no idea if she knows. Wild. Yeah. It's a bop too. I, the first yeah, time I fun. played it, I was like, okay. And I was actually with, do you remember Brittany Bennett? Of course. I was literally going to ask you about her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which for people listening that don't correlate the two, Brittany Bennett is Jess in Eat, Pray, <laughs> Um, and I was at her house for dinner and I played it. Oh and she's like, oh my God, this is a really good song. I'm like, this is Gigi. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Um, and it, like, it really, it gets stuck in your head quite, yeah. quite easily. Yeah. I, I am a fan. Thank um, you so, much. so we are going to play a snippet of it right yeah. now. Fool me once, but it hurt, hurt way. 
Just like a Kennedy I'm sorry for the trouble Didn't mean to make it complicated I got so caught up in all the love That we were making I know it's crazy Hands all on my body Got me feeling like a secretary I should probably stop and walk away From all this, baby I know it's crazy Oh, wish I could take you home Stop loving on the low We never make it, no So how does it feel knowing that you were able to take a shitty fucking situation that like nobody wants to go through mm -hmm. um, and being the accidental other woman and turning it into your art I mean at the end of the day I was thankful for the situation because I learned from it and I got to use it in my life and I think like as artists you know it's sometimes you're when bad things happen to you like okay it's kind of like good because like it was getting a little boring for a bit right you know and you you always have to use these things and not I mean it helps you got through them yeah by really like laying it out and then like or having fun with it it makes it like not such a dark situation if yeah, you can like, like spin it in a way right. yeah so I you know I wish that I it didn't happen to that girl yeah. but um, I'm glad that I went through it just to you know teach myself some lessons and yeah. listen to people when they show you who they are the first mm. time so you don't have to Go One through it ten time times. For yeah, the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, listen or listen to the people when they show you who they are. Yeah, the first time. the first time, and it's hard. And I, you know, will probably mess up a million more times uh, in love, but at least I'm I know it, and I'm working on it. I think some of the best artists, not just in the music industry, mm -hmm. like you know, there's Adele and Taylor Swift. Yeah, but like everyone's waiting for them to go through some massive yeah. heartbreak <laughs> because that's when you come out with the best shit. Like, yeah. I think writers are the same way. I think actors can be, can, totally. can use that as well. I think it's a, it's an art thing in general when yeah. you use the fucked up shit that goes on in your life to make some really great art. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, can be a trap too, because like, for like example, now I'm in like a pretty good stage of like, I'm pretty happy, but then it's like, well, now what do I talk about? Like, <laughs> and you're like, you never want to be like completely healthy or I don't. Like, Let's go blow up my life. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how are we going to do this? Like, I mean, I could, um, but I'm also working so hard to be like healthy and happy. But yeah. then I also like want bad stuff to happen to me. It's just, yeah. It's, it's a hard. life of an yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're with someone now. I am. <laughs> Why don't you tell the lovely people who that person is? So if we can <laughs> even remember at the beginning of the story, we talked about, the first boyfriend who I had who lived with me in West Hollywood and his sister is my best friend. And we're back together for like a year and a half maybe now. And did we ever have the conversation of why did you just pack your shit and walk out on me? Of course we talked about, yeah, you know, we, we dealt with that. We were apart for like a full year. Um, and now we are back, back on. So full fucking circle, yeah, dude. Yeah. I love it. I'm so yeah. happy to see you happy. Me too. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to see you happy too. There you, go. you know, we, we've gone through the muck for the sake of the art and yeah. now we're, 
we're we're doing stuff differently. We're coming out on the other side. I love it. Yeah. Cheers to you, girl. Thanks Cheers. for being here. I love you. I love you. I want to thank Gigi so much for coming on and sharing all of the crazy details of her story. If you want to follow her on Instagram, her handle is at Gigi Grombarker. Also, make sure you guys check out her music. She has some really incredible songs that are out, and I am a huge fucking fan of them. Okay, we are now going to take a turn and jump into some of your FML stories. Here's number one. Hey, Gabrielle, it's Valerie, and I've got a doozy of a story for you, but here are the quick hits. Number one, this person and I consistently saw each other over the span of two years, and in that entire time, he was seeing several other women. I did not know this initially, but I had my suspicions. I just could never prove it. Number two, uh, one day I was feeling particularly uncomfortable in my lady area and I went to the doctor to find out something absolutely horrifying and when I addressed him about it, he wasn't surprised. He actually already knew and what's worse is he had already given me the pill to remedy the situation. Number three, all these other girls that he was messing around with. One of them he took to Hawaii instead of me. Another one he took to South Carolina instead of me. He consistently took them out to do fun activities instead of me. We did our own things. He doted on me as well and I always, always let him back in. Always. The I'm sorry's, it won't happen again. I always believed it until one day I just was done. That was a couple years ago now. We have no contact and he is completely out of my life. Thank God for learning lessons because that was one hell of a lesson. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I swear to you guys, we don't select specific FML stories for episodes. They are picked at random and this is the first time that I ever hear them. What is it with today's theme of men being shitty and cheating without the other woman's knowledge and accidentally being the other woman? Um, And this goes back to the betrayal and disrespect of someone's body to knowingly give them something that is breaking the law. That is a crime. If you know that you have some type of STD to then have sexual contact with a partner and not disclose that to them and then fucking have somehow already given them a pill to remedy it. That's so next level of diabolical psychosis. Like, oh my God, my skin is crawling, girl. Um, Valerie is also one of our beloved FMLers. So my heart is like going out to you right now, girl. Thank you for submitting that because it is helping other people learn to not be ashamed when shit like that happens in their life. I am so sorry that you went through that. What a fucking piece of work. Okay, here's story number two. Hi, Gabriella. My name is Samantha, and my FML story is I had met a man who was on a visa from the Netherlands. When we first met, he disclosed that he was still married but separated from his wife, and the visa that he was on was his wife's. Um, So they weren't planning on getting a divorce. She was going to let him stay on the visa until it ended in March of that next year. We had a whirlwind relationship for three months and then he ended it with me. 
I took a little mini trip to my sister in Milwaukee and uh, four days into our breakup, he reached out like they always do. And I know you know that. Um, and he wanted to talk when I came back to Chicago. He also let me know that he had wrote me a letter that he wanted me to read and I really wanted him to read it to me. But once we met up, I read the letter and he was basically laying everything I needed to know. He wasn't the man for me, couldn't be the man for me. Um, but what came out of his mouth when I saw him was all he wanted was for me to go back to the Netherlands with him. So we ended up staying together and traveling quite a bit during COVID. I know we're horrible people. Um, and we kept on talking about me moving to the Netherlands and talking about having a kid and all this stuff. And we went on a trip to Colorado, talked about potentially moving back there once we moved back from the Netherlands. And then a month to the date, he told me in Boston that he didn't want me to move back and gave me the opportunity to break up with him or to stay with him. And I chose to stay with him and it was only more of a whirlwind, but that is a little bit into my FML story. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You definitely has, have inspired me to write my own personal book and I finished your book, your newest book in literally two days. So thanks for writing and I hope a third's coming. <laughs> Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I hope a third's not coming because that means my life would have to blow up again. Okay, seriously, people aren't going to believe me, but I'm going to repeat it. We don't pre-select these stories. What the fuck with these similarities today? I mean, again, from from the Netherlands and lying about the the relationship. I mean, come on. Um, there's also a theme of allowing people back in when they shouldn't be allowed back in. When someone lies on that level or is deceitful on that level, um, there shouldn't be, well, I can't say there shouldn't be second chances because every situation is different and like, don't come for me, but there shouldn't, there usually shouldn't be second chances. Like that's next level of deceit and dishonor and not, Having trust in a relationship is the worst way to start out a companionship. Um, and all three of the stories that we've talked about today have the theme of someone not being honest and then the woman allowing them back in. Let's normalize cutting people the fuck out. You are allowed to just fucking bring the hammer down and be like, nope, this is a hard boundary. This is not happening anymore. I know it's hard when we are in the situation and we have those fucking love goggles on, but the facts of the situation have to be your closure. The facts of the situation have to be enough disrespect for you to choose yourself. Let's say that again. The facts of the situation has to be enough for you to choose yourself. You deserve so much fucking better than that bullshit, you guys. Next week, everybody, I am very, very pleased to tell you that um, after my inbox has been flooded with people asking me when I was going to bring a certain someone back on, he will be joining us next week. He did an episode with me in season one. He also did many of the bonus episodes in season two on the subscription site. Um, 
Mr. Uh, Unicorn himself will be gracing us with his presence. My my man, Tay, will be back on FML Talk. If you have read The Ridiculous Misadventures of a Single Girl, you probably know him as Tyler. And he is coming on to talk about how we maintain a healthy relationship, the habits that we use to really try and keep that bond strong, and how we've uh, managed to make it really fucking work. Um, so I can't wait to have him back on the show next week. As always, make sure you guys are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Don't forget, you can watch the episodes live in studio on youtube.com slash FML Talk. Keep up with us on Instagram at FML Talk Podcast for all the behind the scenes goodies. And if you are not hanging out with us on Patreon, what the hell are you doing? You can get three seasons of mini bonus episodes to binge at your leisure, and you also get 10% off all your merch, but most importantly, you have access into the private self-love Facebook group where there is so many amazing people on their healing journeys, supporting each other, creating awesome fucking friendships, and you can even have a self-love cocktail hour Zoom with me. So make sure you check all that out at patreon.com slash fmltalk. I will see you guys all next week. Until then, cheers. Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.